to the $100 MBA Show, and today is a Q&A Weekends episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask, just email us over at support at businessrepublic.net. We would love to answer your question right here on Q&A Weekends. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And today's question comes from Charles, and Charles asks, what hardware and software do you recommend for a new podcaster? Well, congratulations, Charles, for starting a new podcast. This is going to be a lot of fun. And your question is a good one because the right hardware and software can really make a huge difference to the quality of your podcast. There are so many great podcasts that are coming out every single day, and some of them by celebrities that are recording in high-quality studios. So the average listener is used to a certain high quality when it comes to the audio. But don't worry, you don't need to invest thousands of dollars in equipment. I'm going to show you how to build your own little home studio that's going to have great quality sound, as well as the software you want to use when it comes to editing your podcast, tagging or ID3ing your podcast, and hosting it. I'm going to break it down with simple recommendations. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by The Art of Charm, one of the top podcasts on iTunes, period. And for good reason. Every episode of The Art of Charm will help you become a better communicator, a better negotiator, a better networker, a better people person. The host of The Art of Charm, Jordan Harbinger, brings on the best of the best, the experts in all areas of life. They share their expertise with you so you can achieve what you're looking for in life. And this is not generic advice. This is the real deal. Jordan Harbinger and the Art of Trump podcast have become the authority of making you the best version of yourself. Check them out on iTunes right now. Subscribe to their podcast. Of course, it's absolutely free, and you'll thank me later for telling you about it. Again, that's The Art of Charm. Subscribe now. So let's start with the hardware you're going to need to run a great podcast. But before we actually talk about what you need to buy in terms of the mic and all that stuff... The most important thing when it comes to recording a podcast is your space. You need a quiet, echo-free space to record. And you can create studio-quality sound with a pretty decent mic in combination with the right space. Now, one of the easiest recording booths you can create at home is a walk-in closet. The smaller, the better. Remember, you don't want your voice bouncing up and down everywhere in a room. Even if you have a really high-quality mic, but you're in an office with high ceilings, this is going to affect the sound. So even a coat closet will work. Put some shelving so you can prop up your mic and maybe even your computer to refer to your notes or if you're doing interviews via Skype. We've built our own home office studio by doing this, by converting our walk-in closet into a studio. Now we've added you know, the foam padding, the sound-absorbing foam padding that you can buy on Amazon. It's really cheap. And this absorbs even more sound. But even if you didn't have the padding, it's still going to be better than just being in an empty room. Even if you just have a simple closet with a door or a sliding door, you can use the shelving unit to create some sort of a box. Line it with some padding, with that foam padding. And if you just search Amazon audio foam padding, you'll find it on Amazon. It's very easy to install. And you could just line the shelving with that and place your mic on top so you're talking into a vocal booth. Okay, space, super important. Now let's move on to your mic. Now there's one mic that I highly recommend. There's a lot of other mics you can buy, 
that are super high quality, like the Shure mic or the Heil. And these are great mics, but they're a bit pricey. And the difference between the mic I'm going to recommend to you and that in terms of the quality to the average listener is not much. In fact, a lot of people think that the mic I'm about to recommend to you is better and it's a whole lot cheaper. So the mic I recommend is the Audio-Technica 2100. It's about $70 or less on Amazon, and it works via XLR or a USB cable. This means you could just plug in the mic right into your computer, and you don't need a mixer. You don't need an actual audio recorder. You can use software on your computer to record your podcast, and we'll talk about that in a second. The Audio-Technica is one of the best mics out there on the market for the price. I even recommend it for any kind of live video you're doing on your computer, like a webinar. It creates a very rich sound and you'll love it. In fact, I'm using that mic in today's episode to prove this point. It's absolutely fantastic. Now, the easiest solution to input this mic is via your computer with a USB cord that comes with the mic. There's no power cord. The power comes from the USB. And there's a few ways you can record the audio. If you're on a Mac, this is super simple because you have a couple options. You can use GarageBand that comes with your Mac, or you can use QuickTime to record the audio file. Just make sure that both GarageBand or QuickTime has this mic selected as the input, the ATR. Now, if you're on a PC, then I do recommend you use a software called Audacity. Audacity is an open source software. It's free, and you're going to record your audio via Audacity. And with Audacity, you can do some pretty simple editing as well. So this brings us to software. GarageBand is a great solution for the Mac. It's very simple. It's very easy to use. There's lots of tutorials on YouTube. And you can edit your podcast pretty much via GarageBand. Now, we've used Logic to edit this podcast, which is another Apple software. It's a high-end audio editing software. But you don't need to learn that. It's a very, very complicated. GarageBand is good enough. And if you're on your PC, Audacity is enough for you to edit if you're editing your own podcast. Now, once you edit the podcast, you're going to save it as an MP3 file. Now, you're not done yet. You still need to tag the file or what is called an ID3. You need to ID3 the file. This is so that when people download your podcast episode via iTunes or any other service, they get all the information they need, like the title, the duration of the actual episode, the cover art, all that stuff. And the software that we recommend is ID3 Editor. It's very, very simple. You can find it online, download it, and it allows you to tag this information. And you basically just upload the MP3 to ID3, or you open, and you don't really upload because it's actual software on your computer. So you open the file with ID3 Editor, and then you save it, and all that information is on the file. And then you're ready to upload it to a host. you got to host it somewhere on the internet so it could live on the internet and be available anytime somebody wants to download it. You don't actually upload it to iTunes. iTunes is just a marketplace. Now, the two major players when it comes to hosting your podcast are Lipson and SoundCloud. There are other options out there, but these are the two that are most well-known for podcasting and are the most reliable. You could check out their websites and check out which features or packages suit your needs depending on the frequency of your podcast and all that. But they're both pretty simple and they both do the trick. And that's pretty much it. You're going to get a feed. It's like a URL that is kind of the link or the address to all your hosted episodes. And you're going to submit that feed to iTunes or Stitcher or whatever directory you want to be a part of. 
and it will automatically put your show on there once they approve it. It takes usually 24 to 48 hours on iTunes, sometimes longer, and Stitcher is just about the same time as well. Well, that kind of sums up the hardware and the software you need. I obviously didn't mention a computer. You should have a computer so you can be able to you know, use all that software, but that was kind of obvious. Now, a lot of people ask, can I do a podcast with my phone? Is there a way for me to do that? Well, I'm going to answer that in a moment, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Wealthfront. I'd like to take a moment to thank our friends at Wealthfront for sponsoring today's episode. No one has ever accused me of being a financial whiz kid. That's one reason why I'm such a big fan of Wealthfront. They're a financial advisor that can help you invest your hard-earned dollars. They do this by combining financial experts with Silicon Valley engineers. Wealthfront has built a modern financial services company that helps tailor plans specifically for you, making it easy to reach your financial goals, which is great if you're like me and want something easy to use. And Wealthfront has low fees and no trading commissions. It's financial advice at a fraction of the cost of a traditional advisor, all online. And if you sign up using our URL, you'll get your first $15,000 managed for free. This is a no-brainer opportunity here, getting the help you need to get where you want to be. You work hard for your money, and it should work hard for you. Go to Wealthfront.com slash MBA and get this amazing deal. Again, that's Wealthfront.com slash MBA. Get your first $15,000 managed for free. Wealthfront.com slash MBA. So can you actually record a podcast or run a podcast off your mobile device? Technically, you can. But do I recommend it? I don't, because it's going to be very hard for you to find a high-quality mic to input right into your phone via the headphone jack or via lightning port, depending on what device you're using. And there are some great headsets that you can get that have the mic built in, but again, it's not going to be as good quality as the ATR or some mics that are meant for this. But it's not impossible. If you're traveling and you have a travel podcast and background noise is sort of part of the show whether it's the sound of the sea or the beeping of cars in the city, then a mic like that can do because the background noise is a part of the show. And there is GarageBand on iPhones, and you can buy editing software on all these different apps now. And technically, you can do it all on your phone. But if you want rich quality sound, it's just going to be very hard without a great mic input. And if you don't want to pick up any background noise, you want to have a stable location, a location that you go to every single time you record, and the setup is the same. So the sound is consistent. All right, that wraps up today's Q&A Weekends episode. I hope that helped you out, Charles, and helped out everybody who's listening. If you have a question you want to ask, submit it over at support at businessrepublic.net. We would love to answer your question here on the show. All right, that's it for me today. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. It may seem a little challenging when it comes to the technical aspects of podcasting, But once you start doing it, once you start getting your feet wet and record a few episodes, you'll get the hang of it really quick. And you'll realize, oh, it wasn't that hard after all. So just get started if you're looking to do a podcast. You don't have to actually publish the podcast episode at the start. You can actually just go through the motions and have some recordings to see how it goes. You can even post it on your blog before you actually create a podcast and submit it to iTunes or Stitcher or something like that. Quality is very important nowadays when it comes to podcasting, so make sure you nail the quality with the advice we gave today. All right, I hope I see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.